yes we're back with the first friday's podcast brought to you by thegodcollection.com shout out to soundcloud i'm your host ali dunn the goddess mc and today i have singer songwriter nj in the house thank you i love the enthusiastic hey Well, I really appreciate you for doing this interview because I had noticed your musical genius talents <laughs> early on in life. Uh, first playing the clarinet. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we go way back yes, to woodwinds. Huh? Way back to <laughs> the woodwind section and the piano, mm-hmm. self-taught, and, mm-hmm. and the guitar too. Self-taught guitar? And the guitar. So, <laughs> I feel like you hype me up a little bit, but that's good. That's what friends are supposed to do, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I, you know, always had a love for music and um, just kind of got my little keyboard when I was nine years old and uh, realized that when I hit certain notes, they matched the actual notes of songs and stuff. And would you know be able to kind of put things together pretty easily I would say um picked up you know playing pretty easily and and understanding the notes and melodies of songs and being able to kind of put that through my uh, keyboard and so yeah when I got a little bit older and had a chance to join band I was all for it and you know I really enjoyed my clarinet and even played the flute a little bit if you remember (laughs) as well and my mom had a guitar that she had gotten from Tijuana and I discovered it in my grandmother's room and I was about uh, like 13 14 at the time and then having my own guitar around I picked that up and just started playing as well so you know had a little bit of you know technical learning behind it as well, especially with band and stuff. But, yeah, it was mostly just kind of self-taught and just, you know, listening to songs and trying to, to play them on the piano or my guitar. You know, that's really interesting that you say the word technical, too, because when we were talking once before, we were talking about songwriting and mm-hmm. how on your feature on Love the Way I Walk, I mean, it was just so technical, like the way you broke down different ways to walk. You know, it's like it was real clever, with the lyrics and you were saying that there were technical aspects to songwriting so what are they so i think when you talk about like songwriting you're gonna either talk about like that technical aspect of it and i mean i could akin it to like when you're taking a a class for songwriting right you have the uh typical this is probably more you know north american kind of like pop standard type of writing when you have your ab style you know you have your verse you have your uh chorus you have your or your pre-chorus your chorus and then you're going back to that and you have a bridge and so you have that kind of foundation you know, f- foundation of writing i think that if you have your, your foundation of course you're going to build up from that right so if you know at least that portion of it you're you're starting off good when you're bringing you know, melody, music, and lyric into it, I think it, it will come more from a, a emotional or you know, like an inspirational type of environment, I guess you could kind of say, like w- within yourself and, and 
so I think it's just kind of what you feel and how, you know, how you're putting it together with that foundation and, and building it up. So, you know, you're going to have that very technical part of it, but then you're going to have what's going to inspire you behind that. So you're building up from music or melody that you have in your head or, you know, that you're, you know, put out on playing if you're, you know, instrumentally inclined to, you know, piano, guitar, whatever, however you're putting that out. And then, um, you know, breaking that down with the lyric that you have. So I think that, you know, encompassing songwriting altogether, right? It's just putting all of that together when you're so inclined to do so, when you're motivated to do so. (laughs) So I think those are the basis. I guess that's all within that foundation built in that house. And so I think when you're coming to like more of the lyric part of it and you're putting something out there that's going to try to connect with people, um, something that's going to be like you know cohesive is very important as well i think that's you know all encompassing i think everybody kind of has their different styles with how they're putting what they put their songs together but i think you know you have the rounding out and you know building up so i don't know that's how i i think of it it's just you know you have your your house your blueprint maybe and then you're you know laying down the cements and then you're you know putting up the the you know in your wood and you're actually getting the rooms built and then you're you know decorating it <laughs> you know so I don't know I th- that's how I kind of think of like songwriting when you when you talk about the technical aspects of it well that does sound very technical mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you say cohesion too now I I would think an album that has cohesion meaning like an album can flow from the first song to the next song to the next song whether it's a story or just a vibe you can listen mm-hmm. to an album all the way through. So what do you mean by cohesion in a song, just a single song? You're just kind of sticking to the idea. So the idea that you have of a song, whether it be, you know, like about Princess Love, and, and that's probably the most popular thing that people write about, right? So like, but where are you coming from with that? And like, where... Well, I guess maybe more so where do you want to go? Like, what is the, the end result that you want from it? And then putting it together so that you get there. So you have your plan. So if I want to say, like, I want to be, you know, happy in love. And I want to talk about, you know, the emotions that it gives me. I don't want to, like, get off of that necessarily. I want to, you know, stay within that. And I essentially want people to know that, you know, I love this person it's going to be lasting or I love this person and maybe I'm low and confident about it but I'm just going to keep going like you know like where where do you want to end up like where do you want your audience and person like listening to or like where do you want to connect to them the most with that song and just like staying in that lane so I think that's like cohesion and when you're writing the song is you know staying staying within the idea that's getting you to that point you don't necessarily want to you know write a song about you know flowers and then end up talking about you know cake <laughs> I don't know if that means, <laughs> okay. but, you know, just, you know keeping it with that same idea so it all flows together and you can definitely incorporate that when you're doing an album as well um you know people famously 
you know, do that. You could talk about Beyonce's Lemonade. You, you know, it all had a, you know, like a purpose. Every every song was in there for a reason, and it was all very, you know, cohesive. I mean, you might have had a couple of, you know, outliers out there. They're more inspirational type of things, but, I mean, it all still is, is a cohesive unit. And that makes sense because it's talking to the heart of a person or Mm -hmm. a soul of a person. So that's when we get into soul music. So there's a technical part, but the song can't all be technical. Like, how do you explain, like, getting that that soulful feel or putting your heart out into the music? Is it technical doing that part or is there just another aspect to songwriting that that encompasses soul music? I think that it can be. I guess when I think of soul music, I think of it kind of birthing a lot of music. Like you say, like soul music to me, and I don't. I know a lot of people probably just say like you know maybe R and B or you know you know like blues or something. But I think it is more emotional aspect of music. So I think that songwriting in itself can be you know technical again you do have to have like foundations and structure but i also think like with soul, like even like you know spiritual music a lot of it is just going to be moved in come out i guess in, in expressed in what's like innate in us with your your spirit or your conscious and you know getting that out when you're songwriting i think it's kind of in, ingrained in you to kind of go into like more of a technical kind of um, placement with your lyrics and your melody because you know we are used to hearing music that way so that if you're trying to like really kind of connect with people or trying to you know get people to really like listen and like, understand and not like oh that's weird you know even if it's like could have great singing behind it but if you're off all over the place <laughs> and not have any kind of like you know like stands or like composition with it it's going to be kind of weird to people because I think maybe when you're like writing the music of it you're more so moving from a space of with your um you know your emotion rather than trying to stick to you know the technical aspect of it but I think it would just come out anyway you know I don't know if that makes makes sense too much but um to me I mean it sounds it sounds like talent it takes talent to bring that together I think it does but yeah for sure, I think being able to, you know, convey and relate to it definitely, and to make something very um, appealing to others, I think it it can be a skill that's developed as well. But I think it can be a little more of a, a natural ability as well. But I mean, when you know, it's talent. You can you can develop talent, or you know, it can be um, you know something that people are you know born with, or people learn. I think, you know, you have both sides of it. You know, you got to kind of know your place with some of this stuff. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it does take talent. So whether it's something that you're nurtured or you had, you were born with. So what if someone is very talented at writing songs and sometimes life is busy with hustle, bustle, adulting, or there's mm-hmm. writer's block or something like that? How do you get motivated to write a song? For me, like, if someone were to approach me and be like, um, I need you to write this song, or like, I'm paying you, or we we need to get this done, I think that kind of motivates <laughs> Okay, someone's got to check. To, to get something done, you okay. know, like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do this. Okay, okay that's okay. great. I'm going <laughs> to, you know, be put in my element. Because um, I, I, I do think, you know, life can get in, in the way of me, and trust me, I have three 
kids and two of them are, you know, if you're really young. And so, you know, and then, you know, just getting married and being in a relationship and, you know, being wife and mom, all these kids left us kind of, you know, getting in, in the way of that creative type of process and not necessarily be motivated to like write something, especially if you're not in an environment where that's really encouraged, you know, like, or, you know, it's out in front of you. But there are moments where like me personally like if I'm you know like it's just in the shower just laying down or just like thinking of something or here's you know you know when it's raining outside or um very inspired by something that happened to me you know and I might think of something or like want to sing or put it in you know like oh okay that's that seems like that could be in a song like I could write that out and or I could keep going with that so um, for, for me, like the creative process motivates me. So when I have that spark, like, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to keep, you know, going with it or continue with it. Um, that doesn't happen all the time. Of course, you know, I sometimes like, oh, I want to write that down and then you could get sidetracked, but nevertheless, it's still kind of, it, it's, um, spark and, you know, it, it's still very motivating, but yeah, but like when you're actually, um, approached by somebody or you're, um, very inspired by something and you know specific in particular something's like brought to your attention um, that could be that's really motivating to me too because it's a creative um, process so I and I thrive off of create creativity so when I'm presented with that or the option uh, opportunity to do that the end result really drives me because I really want to see where it gets to and um usually it ends up pretty good so <laughs> at least I think so I might be biased or whatever but you know I'm like oh, okay yes like let me get to this I really want this to be good and you're really working at it you know I, I really enjoy that that process so well, you, know, you gotta think, gotta toot your own horn you know yeah <laughs> well I think I was like a, a, a songwriter and so if you do definitely just you need to have a, a bit a fair bit of comp- confidence and your ability you know um so yeah not to toot my own horn but i will uh, beep beep <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember Redman was talking about sometimes he would be on a roll when he would write mm-hmm. one song and he would just write the next one and the next one and the next one and just kind of be on a roll after that so i remember when we were talking about this before you were saying just you know put a pen to paper and just write out whatever's on your mind whatever you're feeling like whatever you know just get it out and then just put your emotions out there on that piece of paper or that's a good time to pick up a guitar you know or play an instrument during that time when you know when we have that inspiration that hits us um yeah especially like if you're like feeling a little less creative or that you uh, are kind of having a difficult time with it like especially if it's something that like you're really like oh I really want to write that but I, I'm not really feeling it because people you know, can have those moments as well but yeah it is just you know you have that idea in your head like okay I know I'm feeling that so let me just kind of you know do something you know and then I'll be able to you know continue on with it because I do think that you know when you're when you're just starting to put stuff together when you just start you will be motivated to continue and to finish um or at least to have some kind of catharsis in that to 
release those emotions so even if you're not feeling motivated so much so even after that point at least you've let something out and I think it would kind of be hard to really like you know stop that um you know unless you're just really something going on like you're really sad or something like that but then you know you could take people you could take those emotions too and just kind of keep going but I think it's it's important just to kind of write out and it not even like you don't necessarily have to do it for like song you know just get out and just write your emotions do a diary journal or you know something along those lines even like coloring it doesn't even have to be lyrical you know you could just draw or you know scribble you know just to kind of get your your creativity going in some some aspect and you know I really do think that eventually you know it'll come something will come to you and then you're going to be motivated to want to keep going and go forward you know I think music is really good for that and you know really helpful in, in getting out the emotions so I think that's why people relate to it so much and um, you know, even if you are getting, just getting out the guitar or the piano and just, you know, putting something out there and hearing those notes and they're hitting your, your eardrums, that's going to motivate you in some aspect or at least make you feel some type of way to get you to that point to where you can actually get out something good and put something good together. And that's a really good feeling when that's accomplished, so... Yeah, I agree with that, especially even in scientific research. You know, it says that anybody who participates in that songwriting process that you explained is not only is it cathartic, like you said, and it also releases those happy endorphins in people and releases anxiety in individuals. And music therapy has been very useful to alleviate anxiety in those ways so being creative and picking up those instruments is all part of that process freestyling is even helpful so speaking of instruments so I imagine I'm not sure if everybody can play instruments like is it a gift to teach yourself how to play instruments or is this something that anybody can do I think anybody can do I think to teach yourself I think anybody could really do it but I think that you really would have to be inclined to like want to do it so you really have to have like you know like that drive and for me it was always like the learning like once I figured out something I wanted to figure out the next thing or if this would work and when it did work oh my gosh would this work and so um you know I think you really have to have like the motivation behind it and I do think there has to be like a a fair bit of you know like a a natural ability maybe to like how you hear or perceive songs or uh, melody or you know pitch and and, you can interpret that I can't like play by ear for say like you know I'm not that you know technically advanced in you know piano or guitar or anything like that if I could hear a song like oh I could play that back right away um I would eventually get there um and that's just because you know I learned then as well by taking band and stuff like that you learn where your notes are uh you learn rhythm you learn you know pitch you learn um you know all of that stuff so you know technically I could kind of know where where to at least go to you know play really well so I think that you do have to kind of have the drive to like want to learn and you do have to have like some kind of technical learning behind it like for 
for a lot of people. I think there are some people, of course, there are people out there who can, you know, savants out there who can hear something and be like, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to, you know, play, you know, box symphony, you know, or, you know, something, uh, you know, here's this Beethoven that I just heard, but I'm going to go ahead and play this for you. I, you know, I definitely think you know, that's a, a gift, of course, especially if you have no kind of training behind you. Um, but, yeah, I think it, you know, it can kind of go both ways. But I think for the most part, it's something that um, you're going to, you know, when you're teaching yourself something, of course, you're, you know, learning. So it's maybe some parts of it are more natural, but it's, it's definitely like a, a process is something that you're going to have to you know, develop. I couldn't imagine anyone being like, I have this you know, ability to do this, but I'm not going to, you know? <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, just, I just don't, like, see it. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like, for me, saying, like, if I could sing like Beyonce, would I, like, just not? No, I'm going to be Beyonce, like, you know? So if you have that, you know, natural ability to do that, can't, I can't really see anybody being like, I'm not going to pursue it. So, yeah, I think... If you if you're inclined to do something or at some point musically at least, um, or if you're able to like you know if it comes naturally to you with stuff like that, I think you're gonna pursue it. I I wouldn't see why anybody wouldn't, but there might be somebody out there that could, you know, uh, blow Whitney Houston out of the water, and they're just like, yeah. I'm gonna continue, you know, teaching or I don't know playing. Atari or something. I don't know. Wow. I mean, Atari. And I remember you were saying before, it's kind of like a nature versus nurture. Yeah. Kind of thing. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so what did you mean by that? There are people who have the, you know, um, you know, they're just born, they hear music and, you know, they can, you know, understand, um, instruments, you know, technically like if they hear how the sound goes and how the scale goes on it then they could play something back to you you know I think that's definitely something that is natural and then you know that's on a higher level but I think that there are people too like maybe um you're just musically inclined again like maybe you hear something and you hear music just a little bit differently like I can hear notes or um you know uh, I can hear the you know specific nuances of, of you know certain uh, keys or um, you know, between like majors and minors and stuff like that, you have like good pitch and stuff, and so you can interpret that very well. That little bit of nurture too, which where you're having to, you know, learn it. And then there's probably some people who are, you know, musically like gifted like that that really just love music and they have to start from scratch. Like I have to, you know, know my scale. You know, like whereas you know C. D E F G A B C, you know, and do re mi, and you know, like okay, like oh, that's music, you know. <laughs> so they have to start from like scratch. So you have yeah. to like nurture that ability. And I think you know, of course, people could really be successful from that aspect, just like really not having that understanding, but um, originally or you know, like naturally having that come to them. You know, you have a gift, or you can start from the bottom. And either way, it could be nurtured, you know, so. I wonder if there's a way to, like, even nurture the voice. Like, when someone is starting to sing, maybe they don't have the natural gift of singing 
or maybe they do and they just want to get better like how do you find the sound of your your own voice because I remember this is something that you even did like years ago I remember you first started singing and you sang something for me and your mom Mm -hmm. and it sounded real crazy and I was like well your mom didn't hold back you know I was just like, dang. But I remember at some point in time later, you were like playing a song on your guitar and you were singing. And I was like, whoa, hold on. She found her voice. I was like, this is great. Like you sounded like a real star that could be on the radio singer songwriter for sure. I was like, wow, this is incredible. So I'm like, okay, do you recognize when you made that transition where you found your voice and you were sounding really good and this is your sound? Um, yeah, I think it can take oh, a while. It probably did for me too because I was really um, like even like with like songwriting, I was very like always eclectic with music that I listened to, and so it was really. And then I never really like liked my voice, like my my voice, even just like singing anything like basic alphabet or anything like that. But I could imitate very well. Um, so <laughs> I'm not going to be unrealistic and be like, oh yeah, like I, like I thought, like I could do Mariah Carey <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> um, you know, singing just like Alicia Keys or something like that. Maybe I was trying to, but then I think in that goes with my, you know, like song writing as well when you're just being like more honest with yourself and really just trying to be honest with the music and what you're trying to convey and what you're feeling I think that's at least for me like maybe more so where my own voice kind of naturally came out and I was like okay well that's actually pretty nice you know instead of me trying to like you know imitate other you know, singers, or, you know, even thinking, like, other, like, sounds, like, even if I had something that I was writing that was more of a, like, rock or, like, edgy or something like that, and not trying to, you know, be, like, all screamo or something like that, you know, but just being honest with myself and my own abilities and, like, my own range of, of, you know, singing, I think that's where, you know, I more so found my voice, and I don't, think that's unique you know I think maybe a lot of people starting out and I think even like with a lot of like famous singers like if you even listen to like um some stuff that you know people did like when they were younger before they became famous like they sounded completely different um you know something that comes to mind for me was like when I was watching a video of like Katy Perry (laughs) you know she used to like Christian music at first um but she sounded different and um you know when she got more like pop and you know kind of more edgy sound and like you know find your your sound and um you know too you have like engineering and stuff like that that can you know make you sound good too um but you know even hearing her live and from there to now it's different so I think it's just more so like being honest with yourself and then just like growing as well too you know that's just something that you can kind of you know learn and was when you're coming into yourself and your own abilities yeah and I remember you were even saying you know you kind of stay in your zone you know when you find your voice Mm -hmm. that reminds me of going to vocal lessons where for example the instructor will play on a piano and you know I have to sing all the notes 
you know, from the low notes all the way up to the high notes. And, you know, it just seemed a little bit more easier for me, like in the pocket on those lower tones, you know. And to me, that reminds me of that nurture, you know, nurture that, you know, if I find that ease in those lower tones, like maybe this is my sound right here. This is my voice right here. It's like it's like air when I'm singing, you know, certain notes, you know, and nurturing that I think um, it does really help build. Yeah build up that confidence and also that helps to alleviate performance anxiety too just having that confidence being well rehearsed you know nurturing nurturing that ability that talent it definitely helps put on a good performance overall and feel good yeah definitely um you yep you definitely want to know where your where your place is and and see and i think it's good to have like good people around you too to be honest with you um like you were saying like with with my mom and stuff um <laughs> you know she's very upfront very blunt about about things and you know it may have hurt my feelings at the time or you know um been a little bit discouraging but then you used to like being honest with with yourself and um you know uh, finding out what you're good at and where you're good and how you're comfortable in it because that is very important because then you're not straight because you know especially like with singing and stuff like that when you're not comfortable like your vocal cords get all tight and you're all tense and you're definitely not gonna make a good sound from that so (laughs) yeah then you get up um, on stage gonna be shaking on everything yeah when you find that you definitely nurture it and you you grow from from that you know, like I said, you know, some people can, as they say, you know, sing the telephone book and, you know, sound mm-hmm. good, but yeah. some people got to stay in their lane. Like, yeah. um, what's her name? Uh, Billie Eilish for now. You know, like if you think about like Billie, her voice is very unique because it's very soft, but she can, you know, she's very much in her own lane. And, you know, like I think I've heard her say even before, like if I, you know, were to sing, you know, uh, Beyonce song is not I'm not gonna sound good because that's not where my strength is you know um so people like I I whisper but I I'm just singing and her singing is beautiful I think so she sounds really gorgeous but you know it's, it's definitely finding your place and being comfortable with that and growing in that for sure yeah Billie Eilish's voice is really cool yeah she has she has a pretty voice and her um their songs are really good and her and her brother they actually you know song right together and that's a good combination it's really really good to have good people around you people who are honest with you and people who you can collaborate with yeah that's important and also to get quick feedback to be able to make some changes so right now we're just going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about influences when we come back but first here's a song by yours truly ali don featuring nj and cash with love the way i walk you're listening to the first friday's podcast keep it locked right here at thegodcollection.com See me when I'm winning, love the way I talk, you hear how I get it, I still fresh to death, design the way I'm living, had to change it up, he sees the way I switch it, call me holy now, trying to be sinless, classy little wretched, no longer in my savage, get your hands up off me, I'm changing all my habits, searching for salvation, get it, gotta grab anyway, it, love the way I walk, 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 yeah, I got you Ali, black fish, uh, 
Yo, what we talking? What we talk? You ain't saying nothing but TikTok. TikTok. You so big, believe in the same coffin. Say what you want, but I'm locked in. Locked you want the rewards, but never clocked in. Locked. Opportunities missing. Are you knocking? You knocking? For IG likes, you lose your soul. Right. I stay in the freezer, but never got cold. Right. Rough days to make you go psycho. Right. If it wasn't for him, I let the pop go. Show me your atheist in a box. Not at all. Stop, bro. I'm a handsome shepherd while she flock. Cash out. Let her wear what? Let her wear what? Chilling with the fam, though. I get it. It's cool to get the fast cash on the paper chase, blowing through it, but it won't last. Big friends start acting funny, never going nowhere, nothing move but the money. They stagnant. I like to keep it moving. Haters always catfishing, seeing what I'm doing. Missing facts about their own gift, plotting like raging, like they only have one wish. I'm out, cause I don't really do this. When you see red, watch my heels with my shoes. Okay. My leg quick with the ball change Running on the progress I ain't stopping cause I got range Never miss the beat, only flawless I woke up like this Thank God for my cadence cause he's pushed me each and every day Hey, And I ain't dragging with the undertow Tripping on the tracks, I ain't falling Keep them undertow Not worried about the gossip, keep on talking cause God only knows Why you take the time to say you hate me but you love me though Step, slide, skip, strike uh-huh. All my two, three, four Let you check my style like what? I do this for my blessings like a duh Fire on this beat, uh. What she go and do that for? Putting all my praises up though. I ain't for the streets, just watch me go. SoundCloud listeners, that was Love the Way I Walk by Ali Don featuring Cash and NJ. The song is available on all streaming platforms right now. Tell your local DJ to play that. Play, 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 play that. All right, so we're here with the featured artist NJ. We talked about influences before, and you said that you had influences such as smooth jazz, rock, oldies, and that music, those genres help to connect with people emotionally. And I would imagine that helps to build on your songwriting skills and ability. Yeah, I think if you are writing music, for the most part, I think you want other people to hear it. (laughs) So you definitely want to write something that people connect with. So anybody who's like, I only write this for myself. This is just for me. I don't care. They're lying. I yeah I mean I think people can write something that's like you know like personal but even then like who are you connecting with right you're connecting with yourself so you're trying to have that you know emotional connection somewhere I'm an empath so anything like that's really like like emotional like I can really connect with you know like lyric even like really good melody or if there's chords or something that kind of like you know hit your your spirit like I'm, I'm in there with you you know it's very important to 
make something that's going to to connect with others and i think that being the ultimate goal of any song it, however you want it to resonate how however you know you want that song to be perceived you're always going to i i think at least from a personal standpoint if i'm writing for somebody i want somebody to be able to connect with that and to be you know either in like a agreement for the most part or either either that or show some kind of um you know empathy towards it like i don't i've never been there before but i could imagine it you know or something along those lines you know um they're relating somehow right so that is an additional gift too like this sounds like an you know an extra gift to be an empath and being able to use that to write songs and get that feeling out, especially if you're writing songs for someone else. So what is it like writing songs for someone else? Do you normally have someone specific in mind for that person as you write it? Writing for someone else can be kind of like complicated. I would personally, if I'm writing for someone else, like to have that person like with, you know, with me, we're collaborating and, you know, so you're getting feedback, you're getting the vibes from the person, you kind of making sure that you're going on the same path, you're making sure that, you know, you're, you're th- when you're throwing these ideas off of each other, you know, or bouncing them around, or at least you know, like, what they want out of the song, um, you know, I think that's very good as far as, you know, the like, direction that you can go in and, you know, how... For the most part, you know, if you're writing for someone, they're going to be singing it, right? So how how they sound and how they're going to, you know, be singing it and how they're, those things are going to emotionally connect with the audience that it's meant for. It's quite different when you are writing for someone, um, which I have been approached a couple of times, like, okay, can you, here's a beat and I want the song for this person, can you write something? And it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, let me hear their other stuff before and you barely getting anything that can be a little more difficult and those you know tend to you have to kind of like come out you know like more personally like okay well if I know they're pop or this sounds this way maybe this will work right you're still coming from a point where you're trying to like connect with somebody or get some kind of emotion from the audience that that song is supposed to be for I think with uh, just to throw like another like aspect of you know writing for someone else and, and what I you know did especially you know years ago when I was younger was like trying when I would write songs or feel like I would come up with like a, a melody or a lyric and I would think hey that would be good for like this artist or I could yeah, I could hear um you know, like a soul artist or someone that sounds like uh, this artist that could sing this song. So I would write songs. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'd be able to get this song like Pink. That would be great. I think she would be able to sing this song very well. Or I'm very eclectic. So like if I wrote like rock music or something that was more jazzy, you know what? Oh my gosh, this would be so good for this artist. And so like you just, you know, kind of keeping that in mind, like I would might maybe kind of geared and, you know, keep that, I don't know, that, that flavor, I guess you would say, for, for that artist, that style of, like, writing for them in mind, like, with, com- with completing the song and the music for it. So that is my approach to, you know, how I would want to 
work with somebody. Ideally, if I'm writing for somebody, I would like to collaborate with them directly and just put a song together with them, you know, so co-writing, I guess. But mostly then it's me writing and, you know, feeling like, oh, my gosh, this would be so good for somebody or this is I know this is in the style of this artist, you know, um, you know, this would be you know great if this would get to that artist or someone in that same like genre, you know, the you know jazzy, soulful, or R and B or pop or something along those lines. But it's it's not very. I want to say it's like hard, but it it is kind of not ideal for trying to like write a song for an artist that you you really don't know. Like you know, maybe it's someone's like up and coming and they don't really have much out there, and you're presented with. All the song, the music's great, or you know, the production, or this track is, it, you know, or the beat's good, whatever. But I don't, you know, like, what do what do they want? You know, what do they want to convey out of the song? You know, I could write for me, and you know, or maybe like, oh, okay, well, maybe if they sound like this artist, maybe I could write a song for this artist, and, and then, you know, like, for instance, maybe say like I could see Rihanna singing something like this and she kind of sounds like Rihanna so maybe I'll you know kind of stick with that now I'm not sure if you can hear the fireworks going on in my background there's like sounds like bombs going off so I just want to point that out people are already lighting fireworks outside (laughs) (laughs) I'm hearing them go off they're cracking and my nephew is yelling that's close to Independence Day we should be from Juneteenth to the 4th of July there should be fireworks yes I agree I concur. Yes. So I remember you felt inspired. You were saying you wanted to write for some pretty eclectic, eclectic bunch of singers like Yonner or Beyonce and Avril Lavigne and Yebba. Yebba. <laughs> so that's a pretty interesting wish list. Yeah, for the most part, I'm pretty sure Yeba probably writes her own music, but I would love to be in the writer's room. <laughs> Yes. with her like hey just uh, i just want to hear you sing <laughs> mm-hmm. but no i mean like i i i would just want to write music and if there was an artist that um i really you know like admired i would just be honored and would not take that opportunity lightly um so yeah, there's there's just a, a bunch of people I would love to write with, and like I said, I love music, so I don't care if it is like emo to Megan Thee Stallion or something like that. I don't care. <laughs> we mm-hmm. we could do something. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah, pretty impressive to be able to have that broad range. Music to me is just like the the ultimate like communicator, and I think you know that's pretty world view of it right um if something moves you it moves you and so like i've never like even with like country music like i've written a couple country songs so (laughs) i mean you can just be inspired by it no matter where it's from if it's good and it can resonate and you can relate you know relate to it then i don't see I don't see any reason why I would want to not listen to it just because it's of a, you know, because a, you know, country music singer singing it or, you know, it's a, you know, Swedish house or something along those lines, you know. Of course, there's certain, you know, like, tastes that there's not much that I would say I won't listen to and it's probably not more of a genre, maybe more so of just like a, 
I'm not understanding, <laughs> you know, or, you know, maybe the songwriter's not that good in my eye, the artist, you know, but it's not definitely not going to be like a genre or like the style of music itself. I mean, yeah, not only do you do music, but you also do film things. Film things. <laughs> you do film things. And to me, directing is pretty foreign. I remember I was talking to someone once upon a time about how I wanted to put a project together. And he was a director. And I was just like, okay, well, like, what do I need? Like, what's the budget, you know, to put mm-hmm. this together? And he was like, oh, well, you need this. You need production. You need lighting. You need this. And then I was like, whoa, hold on. What? And so I'm <laughs> like, this is a lot. This is a lot. Like, I had no idea what what directing really entailed until you know he broke down the list so so tell me if you wanted to put out a project uh, your dream project that you can imagine doing something that you even love doing how would you direct it how do you direct something oh lord that's a uh <laughs> that's a uh, whole complicated you got another that's hour what I, what? No. <laughs> So ideally, I think like I would want to put like a like a big blockbuster movie out, and I probably wouldn't want to do like the direction. I would wouldn't mind just being like on the production side of it. <laughs> ideally, just because there's a lot of parts, and so like directing even to that point, and so I say like production because it's not you know that's a specific ability even like within itself because you do have your you have the director that's directing you know the the visuals and then you do have your lighting and then you have the sound and you have the you know um coordinator you know set design you have you know script supervisors you have there's all sorts of moving parts to that um, I say for production side of it because usually like you're you're either executive producing with your money, <laughs> um, but then also you have the producers that are putting all of that stuff together. And I kind of like the idea of like finding like the team to put together to come up with this amazing project, and you know like you know making sure they have what they need to get it done. But if I was like specifically directing, like say it was big budget, even. Even if it doesn't necessarily have to be that like that big, I just would like to put something, even if it's like independent, like you know, something like really good and good quality out there. I think you definitely have to have type A personality, but at the same time be be, be very creative. So you, you're gonna rely on whatever type B you can muster up, you know. <laughs> so um, there is a lot of moving parts. Ideally, just being able to have like like. A cohesive unit with within everybody so we all know where everything is going to go like you have everything planned and i mean that's production again going it's kind of going back to that anyway but just like in general you're gonna have to have like that idea and everything is gonna everybody's gonna have to have their their you know um set places and making sure thing people are on their mark um they know what everything is going to entail from beginning to the end uh, and then how many shots are going to be. Girl, there's a lot. That it goes is to- a lot because not <laughs> only because not only that. That's kind of a that's a very like specific question for like a whole big <laughs> thing. 
Um, it is I can't a say, though, like, as far as, like, because I do, like, a lot of, like, post-production, even, like, with stuff that, you know, I do is mostly... Now, post-production I can um, do now. Now I got that down. Yeah, like, post-production, like, editing and stuff like that. Like, I kind of enjoy that because that's kind of like a like a songwriting type, type of thing as well because you have to really know, you have to have your foundation and then you have to really know your end point, like, where you're getting to, like, this this uh shot here was scenery and right now um uh where's the dialogue so you you kind of you have to know the foundation and to make sure you're putting it all together and to be cohesive to get that scene out properly right yes cohesive yeah it's 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 you know all about but you know it's all about the behind the scenes because people don't really see all that and it's really right. you know kind of like messy back there like you're just you're seeing the end product and you're like oh i can do that but then you're like going back and you're like wait a minute um you know like the end credits people don't pay attention to that stuff but that is literally minutes of names because that's how many people it took to get that thing yeah to where you're you're visualizing it right or you're seeing it and just being able to be entertained I think that was no. depicted really well in the movie Dolomite on Netflix with Eddie Murphy. Dolomite. Yeah, when he was bringing the team together and he was trying to get everybody that he needed to film this movie that he wanted mm-hmm. to do. And then he had to get the lighting guy and then they had to get the electricity guy. And then they had to yeah. get, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the wardrobe. The, they had to get the space to film. I mean, it was, it was a lot. The actors... It's yeah, a whole. It's a whole lot. You but, have to get locations scouted mm-hmm. and clear. Like people, like there's a whole like pre-production is months and months and months, even even years. Like you hear people like even like with like actors who, you know, write scripts and try to get something out. How long it takes them to actually do something with some of these scripts? Like oh, I had this for ten years, and you know, like <laughs> yeah, it. it really does take a lot to put something together like that especially if you want to be now i mean you have like independent stuff that's really like smaller but still like behind the scenes you still gonna need like equipment you're still gonna need to know what location you're gonna be at you're still gonna need to have some you know good actors hopefully you know it, it takes a lot to put that in money <laughs> don't forget that you know <laughs> it might not be a lot you know but to have some kind of budget, you know, going going for that. So people don't really understand that. Um, but, you know, they're, because they're just wanting to be entertained. They want that, like, connection. I want to see something. I want to, you know, see these, you know, fight scenes, you know, or I want to see my favorite actress or my favorite actor in this movie or, you know, they're not worried about what, what all went into that, you know. That technical aspect of it, you know, I, I definitely have like appreciation from that because of music writing, theater, and you see a bunch of stage work that goes on. And I've done pre and post production videography and through my media classes. It's a, a lot, and then people don't don't really understand what really goes into it. But I really have appreciation for it. You know, I see it, and that's stuff that I you know enjoy doing. When you think about like directing or when you're putting movies together, music is definitely an important part of that too. So you're talking about music writing, those definitely go hand in hand because the score of a movie can make or break it. You know, you can hear a score from Jurassic Park, you can hear a score from Star Wars, and that stuff resonates with you. Like, you know, it brings you back to those movies. So music's really important in that aspect. I definitely think if if you're trying to come from a point of writing for movies, 
you definitely have to have emotional connection and visuals, if that makes sense. Can you make a song to a sunrise or make it sound like a sunrise? Mm -hmm. Can you write a moon lit night can you write an action write someone being hurt or beat up or you know something like along those lines you know you really have to be i don't know i, I kind of feel like you have to really be like an audiophile you really have to dig sound yeah yeah for <laughs> sure i envy those people who write for movies and stuff i think it's amazing it really uh, is because you know, i was just thinking but, about everything that goes into it and certain directors like wow what a great job they've done to come up with these ideas and to pull it mm -hmm. off it's really pretty incredible yeah for sure okay so let me ask you this this is the last question okay so what do you say to someone who doesn't think that they can sing however they write songs they even have talent but they just don't think that they have the ability to to impress anyone to to put out music what do you say to that person I think you can't really <clears throat> have that lack of confidence and I know it's probably easier said than done and I definitely like been there before like I said I didn't really like my voice when singing I think being honest with yourself first and foremost if it's something that you love to do then it's not anything that's really going to hold you back or stop you from doing that but if you're being honest with yourself and you're like hey I don't necessarily sound good doing this I can do this I think if anybody can really sing something you don't necessarily have to be the best singer in the world if you think about some of like the most famous singers and I bring her up all the time like Britney Spears like she's not the best singer in the world but she can entertain so you know she knows her lane and I think that if you love music and you're just trying to connect with people then I don't think that the singing is really that important um but I think that if you if you just do what you love and you're honest with yourself, you surround yourself with people um, who will be honest with you and also people who will be motivating to you and, and inspiring you, then I think that you will definitely enjoy your songwriting journey and your music writing journey. I don't think if, if this is what you want to do, don't discourage yourself you know be happy and grow always want to learn and develop and if you know your strengths and weaknesses then work on those be confident and be loving to yourself and loving to your abilities yeah and and and, and understanding yeah i agree and something that you said too before when we were talking that love should be the motivating factor Yes, for the songwriting. I think that's a really good, really good tip. Well, NJ, mm -hmm. I want to thank you so much for joining me today on the First Friday's podcast. This was a great interview. I feel inspired. Yeah. I hope you feel inspired. <laughs> I feel inspired, too. Thank you so much for having me again and having this, this conversation with me and always being a, a good friend and someone whose opinion I value very dearly. So, you know, thank you for that and thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that too. Okay, and we got to finish this beat that we were working on too. So it's coming. Yes, girl, let's get it. Coming soon. All right. <laughs> let's do it. That does it for another episode of the First Fridays Podcast. Shout out SoundCloud. Shout out Apple Podcasts. If we're not already on there, it's coming soon. And of course, you can go to the God Collection. 
www.thefirstfridays.com. If you want to support the pod, just tap on the First Fridays podcast page. Scroll down and tap that donations button to show your love. And maybe, just maybe, we can get a new pop filter. You know, recording artist. You know what it is. All right, we out. <laughs>